You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. Leach talking Atlanta Braves with MLB.com's Braves beat reporter Mark Bowman. Mark, uh, it's it's midseason. It's actually a tick past midseason, and so it's we're doing our look back to the first half and look ahead to the second half uh, midterm podcast. And so the first question I have for you, and I think it's an interesting one with the Braves, is um, how do they view this first half? Is this a good first half? Is this a so-so first half? I mean, the external expectations about this club were very low. But I think internal expectations were a lot higher than that. So for this team to be on the fringes of contention, right about 500, is that good, bad, or in between? I think the team is very happy with where they stand. Uh, they, they said all along that they knew that they, you know, they, they didn't have the best-looking club, the most talented club at the same time. They have stuck to uh, their commitment to, to make sure that this was not going to be just a season that they – Hundred away, they weren't going to allow it to be a hundred loss season. They they like the way that the, the team has has uh, has fought through you know some tough stretches. I uh, that that a lot of that is attributed to the leadership that uh, AJ Przinsky, um, Johnny Gomes, some of the guys that they uh, brought into that clubhouse. It, there's been a different attitude, and while that has had an effect, um, has had a positive effect this year. It, it is also they're hoping um, will continue to have an effect on some of the younger players within the clubhouse. Now, where they go the rest of the season remains to be seen. Maybe they continue to just be a 500 club, but I think that they're that they're very uh, happy and intrigued by how these next uh, few weeks go leading up to the trade deadline because they're still not exactly sure which way they're going to go. I, you know, The one thing I would say is you know, that whether you debate whether there's going to be buyers or sellers, the one thing they won't be is, is significant buyers. I, you know that that's the one thing. You know maybe, maybe they grab a piece here or there, but uh, you know yes, they're very happy to, to you know have given their fans a chance to to continue to look at the standings through the entire first half. What's the biggest pleasant surprise uh, about the the first half of the 2015 Braves, or at least the biggest pleasant surprise for people other than me? Well, that's you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, <laughs> I was I was ready to say that yes, you you definitely deserve credit for. If we go back to early April and we talked about what are the Braves going to do with center field position, you you pegged it correctly. I kept saying, hey, look, they're going to play Eric Young. You said, why not play Cameron Maven? He's you know if he's healthy, he can, he can live up to his potential, and he has done exactly that. You know, Cameron Maven is just, you know I would say. If you are asked, if you ask me who the biggest surprise is, I'll say Cameron Maven. You ask me who the team's most valuable player is right now. It's been Cameron Maven because you know what what he has done since he gained the everyday job on May second. Um, is you know energize the top of that line, played great defense, uh, provided speed. He's done everything that you could have expected. I, I believe first time maybe we saw him when the Futures game was 2006 or seven there and. He's the he's at 28 years old right now. You know he is that player, and the one thing that I, I didn't realize how much of an effect it would have. What I've learned over the last few uh, 
wants is, you know, being that back close to his home in North Carolina has really energized him. Uh, just, uh, he, he loves going out in the field and hearing people say, you know, stuff, Hey, I'm from Asheville, this kind of stuff. He, he, he's just, he's a different player. Um, he's the guy that the, you know, Tigers, Marlins and Padres at one point were hoping that they were going to get, um, if, you go back to, like I said, he, he took over the everyday job there in uh, early May. If you would have asked me in early June, you know, will they trade him? Part of the thought process was, you know, yeah, maybe they will trade him right now because the value is never going to be higher. Well, we've gone through two months right now. This is not this is not a fluke. This is, you know, I think this is who Cameron Maven can be, uh, will be. If they get significant value for him, maybe they would trade him. But this is not just one of those, hey, let, let's dump him before he, he falls. I, I think what we're seeing right now is, is a guy who uh, can provide you significant value on uh, you know both offensively, defensively, and, and uh, with his legs. And in the opposite direction, what's the biggest disappointment for this club so far? Well, I, you know, we, we continue to talk about Julio Tehran, and I, I think you have to, despite what he's done the last two starts, which you know provided some encouragement. Here's a guy, a 24-year-old kid. I, I, I just don't. I think the best thing I heard um, from a very experienced uh, veteran, I guess, was that you know he's just he's lost his identity. Um, and they, what we've seen is that the fastball. You know, he, he, the fastball command has been very inconsistent. He he, he start, started uh, shying away from the four-seamer. Fell in love with the two seam too much. The two seam kept running out over the middle of the plate against left handers. He, you know, left handers have had their way with him for most of the uh, first half. Recently, he's had a little more success against them. Um, if if he can turn things around, if if these last two starts are some indication of uh, where he's going, you know, obviously it's going to help the Braves uh, win some games. You know, down the stretch at the same time. If he is one of those key pieces that they try to use this offseason um, to to get a bit, the big bat that they need, uh, obviously he can en- enhance his value. But, if it, you know, based on what we saw that his first two major league seasons, to, to see him go into the break with a four-plus ERA, um, it, 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 he's obviously been the biggest disappointment. Fortunately, they, they've had other people in the rotation who have stepped up, uh, you know, obviously Shelby Miller. And uh, you know, Alex Wood has, has, has taken charge, where, where, or, or has picked things up here lately, um, to where you know it, it hasn't been a significant uh, detriment to the, the entire rotation. What's the number one storyline to watch for this club in the second half? Well, I, I think these next few weeks, where are where are they going to go? It's you know they they've gone through this stretch here right before the. the Break uh, where they've, they've had a, the opportunity to play three consecutive last place teams. It, you know that's allowed them to to right themselves, get away from that, that rough stretch where they had at the end of June where they were facing Degrom, Syndergaard, Harvey, the Pirates staff, Scherzer, Zimmerman. Um, you know, it, without Freddie Freeman. Um, you know, so I you know I think basically where they stand. Uh, let's just throw out July twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Is going to have a lot to do with who they deal with and, and who they end the season with because you've got AJ Przinsky going to draw some attention from some teams that would want a left-handed bat. Um, 
you're going to have some teams call about Jim Johnson, Jason Crilly. Um, you know, obviously, if you if you trade Johnson and Grilly, and you, you know your, your bullpen's going to be uh, much weaker, uh, you, you lose a Przezinski. Now, all of a sudden, Christian Bethencourt's going to have to come up. It's going to be a much different looking club. So, I, I think this, you know this, the storyline for the second half will be dictated by what this team does over the next two weeks. Which sort of means that you almost can't answer the next question, but it. it Within this framework, with so many kind of moving parts, is there one thing that you can point to that this team needs to do between now and the deadline? Um, you, well, I think that uh, I, I think that they just need to continue to, to have this this mindset, this kind of chip on their shoulder that hey, it doesn't matter who is here, uh, we just need to to do whatever we can to stay in this this race, and, and I think that Nick Marquez. And Johnny Gomes did a great job of that the first day of the season. You know, they, they they trade Craig Kimbrell the night before the season starts, and they they show up at my at uh, in Miami the next day at the ballpark, and and Marquez and Gomes stand up and say it's not about who's not here. We we don't focus on that. And I think that has kind of given has uh, resonated with young players like Jace Peterson, and, and obviously Maven has helped out some. There, uh, it, it's provided a, a little bit of a different identity with Freddie Freeman, um, you know, because it, it, that wasn't necessarily the message he was hearing from some of the guys he was with the last couple of years. Um, so I, I think it's a, a club that, that no matter who who is with them, they need to realize they've already made great strides uh, to be a club that could uh, make some noise in 2016 because the piece that the foundation is there and that the club has shown a commitment to. To do whatever it, you know, whatever is necessary um, to to make the most out of this season, and I think this winter is going to be very interesting. Finally, where do you think this team finishes this season? You know, I I, I think that this club's probably going to be right around seven seventy eight to eighty one wins. There, um, I, I think right there at five hundred club that it's going to finish. Third, but I, I think at the end of the season, when when we go back and you ask me, you know, if, if we do this again at the end of the season, the end of the season wrap up, you say it's this season a success. I would say it was, just because uh, you know, just because the culture has changed, the the the, uh, the foundation that they've got an idea where they're going. They they know that Jace Peterson could be, you know, can be their second baseman for the future. We, we need to know where what. Jose Peraza and Malik Smith are going to be the next couple of years. It's neat to see, you know, a guy like Terrell Jenkins is now a Triple A as well. That that that's been that has been fun. To where I don't I've you know covered this team for a long time. I don't remember another season where when I you know it was you wake up the next day and you look at the minor league box scores, you know, because you're you really want to see what all these uh, prospects that they've acquired over the last. Uh, Six seven months have been doing, and uh, and it has been fun to watch the the uh, Malik Smiths and the the Terrell Jenkins, and obviously we've seen a lot of them to get to Atlanta already. So uh, I, I think the fan fan base has been energized by that as well. All right, well, Mark Bowman, thanks for taking some time to talk here on NLB.com Extras, and thanks everybody for listening.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.